somebody and then you say hi Stephen Brogan Cortez and I'll be like what's up yo hello this is Stephen Brogan Cortez welcome to the why the f not podcast this is episode 59 my guest today is Tanner Howe he is a singer songwriter performer uh, a friend of mine who I got to uh, perform and work with at Disneyland parks here in Anaheim uh, we got to do a parade together but uh, his passions did not did not lie with the mouse. He is a songwriter at heart, a performer who will jump out of planes, sing uh, sing on top of a truck while going door to door to make his neighbors happy during COVID, or maybe maybe rap for the people at McDonald's, you know, for the Travis Scott meal. Uh, I had a great time talking to Tanner, but uh, I want y'all to come and find out for yourselves. I can tell you here in the intro, this is, I'm just the little, I'm the welcome mat for you. You know what I mean? This is the welcome. So welcome. Come on in. Have some fun. This is the Why They Have Not podcast. Yeah, because we got, so I started recording. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay. Uh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Today is going to be a fun episode of the Why the F Not podcast. This is not a friend from college. I, I, this, I have this like thing going on where I just have a lot of friends from college <laughs> popping up to the show, you know. Uh, but And I thought I had one friend come in, Rory. I thought he was a Disneyland friend, but he wasn't. He was an L.A. Opera friend. So I was like, oh, crap. He, did, he didn't work. So I don't think. Let me see. Let me look back. I don't think I've had anyone yet on the podcast who has worked at the park with me. I think you're my first friend on the park. We have the one and only. Well, did it? Wait, I did got Zach? Introduce you, Tanner. I got introduced sorry, you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought Zach I was on the know. podcast. I got to let them know. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. I love it. I love the energy. But Tanner Howe, what's up, brother? How you doing? Uh, the one what's and only. Up? But yeah, you're but yeah, you're my first friend, I think, from the parks. Wow. That's crazy. I thought Zach, did you know him before? Oh god damn it. No, Zach. Before... Zach. Oh, I forgot about Zach. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Zach's gonna. I hope he's not listening. I mean, I hope he is listening. Dude, he's not. Zach, <laughs> Zach's gonna be so disappointed <laughs> because I actually dove into your podcast last night just trying to check out what it was, mm-hmm. and I saw Zach. So I was listening to the podcast with Zach on it because I'm like, oh, I know that name. Let me check that out. It was great. Nice. Yeah, it's a chill podcast. Yeah. You know, nothing too crazy here. I'm not gonna. I'm not here to, you know, rip you apart or anything. It's just to get to know you, especially, you know, we're yeah. friends. We knew each other from the parks. Uh, but I also know there's a lot more to you, man. I know that you're a singer also. Like you were saying earlier that you left the parks. Where you didn't leave necessarily, but you chose not to come back to pursue other passions. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. How'd that go? So, well, first off, how was it for you at Disneyland? What, did, what was your experience like at the park, working at the parks? I had a really good time. And to be honest, I auditioned to be in the parades on a whim. My girlfriend um, does that all all the time. That's what she does. And she told me about the audition. And she's like, you should audition. And I'm like, no, I, just, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't make it through. But then I just kept thinking about it. And I thought, you know what? Why don't I just do it to see what she goes through? To see how you even get to where she is. So not even performing, just auditioning. You were like, let me see what the process is to get in the door. Exactly. Yeah. It's. I don't know if you froze or if you're waiting for me to ask you a question. You fake it? There it is. <laughs> you froze a little Uh-oh. bit on me. <laughs> okay. Am I back? 
You're back, man. Okay, sick. Um, I'm not really a dancer. Uh huh. So I was a little bit like hesitant about that, but I can dance enough to fake it. You know what I mean? You're a mover. You're a strong mover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I I just kind of auditioned on a whim and randomly made it through. I was so surprised. I was shocked. I, I really was shocked. Like, do you have any idea how many times people go to these Disney, like, like if, for those that don't know, the Disneyland auditions, they can be these giant cattle calls. And, and, that, and that's just to give you an image of, like, what kind of auditions these are. People come in, like, by the tens, like, twenties. They just pack it in into, for this audition because everyone wants to work at the park. And for you mm-hmm. just to go at a whim, I feel like that just says a lot about what they're looking for. They're, they're not looking for people who are, like, desperate. I think this goes for any, like gig right uh freaking brian cranston said if you're auditioning for something the last thing someone wants is someone desperate you know like they yeah don't, they don't want that and you were pro- you came in there super chill like hey what's up i'm tanner you got yeah. that smile dude and they're like done <laughs> book him yeah it was so random because i remember walking out with people that had made it through and I thought they brought they brought us into a room and I'm like, oh, we're getting eliminated right now. I just feel like we're going to get eliminated or whatever. And then they're like, hey, you guys made it through. And I'm like, OK, great. And then this girl right next to me, she said. I've been dreaming about this my whole life. <laughs> and you're like, and I'm I just like, came here to check it out. Wow. Like that kind of shocked me. I'm like, oh, shoot. Am I taking this from somebody that really wants this? Um, but then I, once I got into it and really like started learning more and being a part of it, I was so happy to be there. And I met so many great people and had such a good time. Did you, you got to perform with your girlfriend too, didn't you? Like, did y'all ever get paired up? Yeah. 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 Who are you friends yeah, with we, again? We won't say you were anybody, right? But you were friends with certain royalty. That's where we hung out most of the time. Yeah, friends with Philip, friends with Snow Prince, and friends with Prince Charming. But I was more of like an alternate for most. And I think I did Philip the most. Mm. You're frozen. Am I frozen? No. I'm, oh, I'm, am I frozen? I'm here. Hello? I hear you. Can you see me? Am I? I see you perfectly. Dude, this is like the magic of recording a podcast oh no. on Discord. Oh no! I'm here. I'm not. You don't hear me, dude. I see him. Okay. Did dude, I get that frozen? Was, that was a trip. No, I heard you perfectly. I saw you perfectly, but I froze. So, if anything, this is like a new fun moment in the podcast. <laughs> we'll call it. Okay. Lost let in the me woods. let me just move rooms just in case it's me. Dude, in the near future. Can you still hear me? I hear you perfectly. You're frozen. I'm frozen? Oh, shoot. We need more Wi-Fi for you. We need to get a stronger signal for you. I'm on that Ethernet. Steven, are you there? I'm here, buddy. (laughs) I hear you. I'm with you in the darkness. You are not alone as you look for your Wi-Fi. Does he hear me? I hear I hear him perfectly. I see him. Okay, now I hear you. Oh, I hear goodness. you. I was there with you throughout the entire that entire walk Were down you? the stairs. I was there. I was like, you're gonna hear in the podcast, dude, in the playback. <laughs> like you're just like, hello, are you there? And I'm like, I'm right here with you, Tanner. Don't worry about it, man. I'm right here. Are you okay. are not alone. 
the connection's way better right now, so that's good. Ah, dope, dope. But yeah, so man, it must have been something for you then, because if you're not a dancer uh, and you played and you were friends with Snow Prince, Snow Prince has a lot of movement. You're on the floor. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the one I didn't want to do every time. I'm like. Just don't put me at Snow Prince <laughs> because I don't want to be walking and doing the dance at the same time. Dude, that's next level. I never did that at all. I was always on the flow. I was just stuck there waiting, oh, yeah. doing my moves. Yeah, yeah. It's not – it's way better being on the float. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's see. After – oh, let's get, let's get the door. After, uh, after Disneyland, after you left – what was it that you were going after? Um, so for me, music's always been the thing that I've been going after. And it's just the biggest passion of mine. And I know you're you're pretty musical yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, I sing a little bit. I remember, I think I remember you singing and I'm like, Steven's got a great voice. That means a lot coming from you. Thank you, man. Yeah. That. Um, I haven't like looked at, do you, do you release anything or do you just kind of, is it a singing a hobby? I'm definitely not, uh, I'm definitely not a singer in the sense that like you are like, I'm not, okay. uh, I don't write my own music. Like I've never attempted that. I, I definitely have thought about that, but it's, I definitely have a little bit of fear holding me back when it comes to songwriting. And then when it comes to just being like a singer, like on a stage in a band, oh, like, no, that's you froze your again. Oh my god! But I'm still talking. Do you hear me? I'm here with you, Tanner. I'm here with you, Tanner. Don't don't give up on me. I'm never gonna give you up. I'm never gonna let you down. I'm never gonna run around and desert you, Tanner. Oh no, you froze, dude. I'm I'm right here. Can you bro. I'm right can you hear I'm me? Here. I hear you. Per- this is like my new favorite segment of the show. This is called uh, Lost in the Woods with Tanner. Oh, he froze on me. We're about to hear his music right now, too. Hold up. While we wait for him. This might be the perfect time to, uh, let me see. Let me see. Here he goes. It's going to be for everybody. Everybody listening while we're waiting for Tanner. Oh. Let me see you move around and around and around. some ta- Tanner's music on Spotify now. I can reach your body language. Not interested in who you came with. I know you're looking for the one to treat you right. She asked me how I know I said that hips don't lie. Are you back? Okay, there you are. Dude, I started playing your music. <laughs> oh, shoot. I was playing Potty oh. Talk. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, is it my internet or is it I yours? Or I'm on Ethernet right now. Like, I'm, 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 uh, I'm directly plugged in. I don't know if, like... Dang it. It's probably mine then. It's all right, man. Hey, we're, okay. honestly, I'm rolling with the punches, and it's becoming my new favorite segment, and I've titled it Lost in the Woods with Tanner, where it's like, Stephen, are you there? <laughs> And I'm like, I'm here, man. I'm never leaving your side. Like, literally, it's you looking for me. And I'm just, like, just reaffirming, I'm right here, man. I've never left. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you sure you want to keep pushing forward? Or, or should we this retry things? No, this is definitely not uh, not something I want to trash. It's been pretty solid so far. Like, those okay. these little moments, it, it hasn't been anything like, detrimental. Yeah. Okay, I'm so sorry. Damn, no, man. Not at all, brother. It's like it's let it be like water going off your shoulders. It's like, oh, there it okay. goes, you know. But uh Okay, so I heard um 
that you've never taken songwriting seriously, but it's something you've been interested in and you just love about it. It's I'm curious about it, but it's definitely not something I go for just because it's, I, I, it's definitely like a wall of fear. Like, and then when it comes mm. to writing at all, like even if it's like me wanting to write a short story or writing a script or writing a song, I feel, I feel like there's still a part of me that's still too scared to tap into that vulnerability. But mm. when it comes to performing, sure. I love performing musical theater. I'm auditioning for something soon, you know, performing nice. like I've performed in cabarets before. So that kind of performing. Yeah. But when it comes to um, that traditional, uh, traditional, you know, singer with like a with like a rock band behind him, like you is what I, you know, it's, that's your style. Yeah. I haven't, I've never done that. That's why I really admire what you do, especially the songwriting oh, portion thanks. of it, dude. Like the, thanks, like, man. I, I was listening to Dear Dad. That's your latest single, yeah? Oh, from twenty twenty. Yeah, and that's a funny one. Yeah, that's that's pretty funny because. It's not really my song. It's kind of a song that I did for uh, my sister-in-law. It's not my story. I wrote I wrote about her story because I always have to like say to people like my dad's great. I love my dad so much. <laughs> I thought we we're gonna have a talk right now. Like, bro, I don't have a dad. Like, I don't know if you want to talk about daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, dear dad is about her dad and her story. So I'm kind of in a character. Um, telling her story mm-hmm. and her dad wasn't that great <laughs> my dad's great I feel so bad because my dad's like the best dad and like people were a little bit confused when I when I put out that song if they hadn't seen the video that goes along with it like Tan are you okay man is everything good I mean do you need to talk right? about anything do you need a support <laughs> system <laughs> right that's exactly how it was. <laughs> so when did you start? When did you start songwriting? Or even I don't know. Did songwriting come first, or was performing first for you? Performing was definitely first for me. I grew up in a very musical family. My dad's a singer and songwriter, guitar player, and we we kind of grew up as a family band. My older sister and my two younger brothers. And no we way, would like, like the Partridge family, <laughs> like the Osmond family, the Jackson five, that kind Dude, of thing. That's so sick. Yeah. So singing and performing came first. And I actually kind of got made fun of as a kid for singing and being in choir and doing those things. And it did kind of mess with me. Like at the end of middle school, I was like, this clearly isn't cool. I'm getting bullied for being in choir. Maybe I should try something else. Hmm. And I kind of put music away for a little bit. And I did sports, which I, I really love sports. And I played a whole bunch of different sports and kind of kept with that. But I always needed a creative outlet. And that got me into drawing. I was really into drawing for a little bit. And then it got me into video but then I made at the end of high school, I made my way back to music uh-huh. and I really started loving it when I was introduced to the idea of songwriting. And that's kind of started my my journey on um, a music career and songwriting. Dude, nice little jerks back in the day, just bullying you. <laughs> oh, no, it froze again. Oh, no, I'm here. We're back at it again. Tanner, I'm with you. 
Those bullies will never come back and harm you again. They won't bully you about your music. Not while I'm here. You hear me? Now he froze on me, but it's okay. I believe in him. It's become uh, a you to the see me now. Dude, I, I hear you. I hear you perfectly. It's like it's like we never left. We've been here. Sick. We're back. You know? Yeah. N- it, nothing happened. What are you talking about, Tanner? I was just <laughs> talking about your song about, about you, how you don't have daddy issues and how daddy's <laughs> dear dad's actually about you said your sister in law? Yes. So uh so and then you t- and then let's see, let's piggyback. Let me see, let me bring it back. Let me bring it back. So then you were talking about how you were bullied. Oh, that's what I was talking about. When we got disconnected, I was talking about how how dare those bullies bully you. They're probably jealous. <laughs> They're like, look at all the all the girls are like looking at Tanner and shit, man. What's going on, man? Oh God, Tanner sucks. And then it's cause he's singing. It's cause he's singing. You're, you're mad. Don't be mad. Go to choir. Yeah. Who knows? And it, it I mean, at that age you just don't know. You know, all all you want to do is be cool and be liked. So it's just like, okay, fine, I won't do this, you know. And sometimes I wish I could go back and tell that kid, like, don't don't listen to the haters, you know, and don't don't be swayed to not do something when you love it. Mm. Um, but you know, everything happens for a reason, and it's all part of the journey. Uh huh. It's all part because who knows if you would have. I mean, started music back then. Who knows if you would have been ready, whatever that meant, right? Because like, yeah, that young Tanner, he's still in you, right? He's still you still have that kid inside of you who still loves music, you know. Yeah, you're still pursuing it, you know. You're still tending to that. I think it's always about playing, right? Like whenever it comes to the art we make, it always feels like play. Hmm. Doesn't ever feel like work. I mean, yeah, you have to put in work, you know, rehearsals, and in your case, I'm sure you know the work when it comes to songwriting, dedication. But it's the kind of it's 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 the thing that my my girlfriend Stephanie once told me. It's a uh, it's you choose your struggle. You need to mm-hmm. it's the struggle. It's the struggle you choose. It's the suffering you choose. You know, like I don't want to suffer and be an accountant or suffer and be a uh, be i don't know like a, a cobbler like no nothing wrong with making shoes but that's not what i want to do you know i want yeah the suffering of an actor the suffering of someone who creates you know yeah i feel the same way like if i'm going to suffer it may as well be doing something i love or with a greater purpose and i think this year i've really wanted to get back some of my innocence I don't know if that that makes sense. Dive in but I just like what do you mean you want to what do you want to do how would you get back that innocence? Um just like in the way of like zest for life and like curiosity and fun and just like allowing yourself to be vulnerable i don't know in 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 that kind of way just because i feel like life can beat you down so hard that you start thinking negatively and kind of have this pessimistic view of the world especially in the entertainment industry when you're constantly being judged and people 
you're constantly being judged and you're either being used or abused abused there we go yes yes yeah it's like when they tell you like beware be wary of people who approach you and who are nice to you right because it's yeah it's like those people want something from you sometimes most of the time you know and like a lot of people are like that in the entertainment industry you know like i want something from you like hi i'm i want something from you you know and it's Mm -hmm. like i think it's more we have i feel like what's happening now hopefully not in like i don't know what mainstream is because i'm obviously not mainstream but i feel like what's happening more and more when it comes to those in the creative arts is Mm -hmm. that community whether it's you know within uh whether it's within musicians there's a community there whether whatever genre in that music in that you know in that industry there's a community there whether it's the community you find at disneyland you know or the community you find in a production uh, i feel like the essence of community and that we all need like i don't know how cheesy this is but we're all in this together right yeah i like that yeah i i think i need to i need to have that mindset more that it's not such a competition with everybody that everybody has their uniqueness and everybody has a space to succeed. And I think that really is true, especially today in a world of social media where you can find your group, you can find your community, your niche or whatever that is and feel loved and supported there. Mm -hmm. It just takes a little bit of courage, right? To get that first step out there, put yourself out there. For sure. Yeah. So, so, so you want to just bring more fun back into your songwriting? You want to like, what does that look like? Not, not exactly just in my songwriting, just in my life, Mm, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. And just like be more adventurous and curious and, um I just feel like when you're young like I'm 29 right now and to a lot of people that's old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel old though. That's that's my problem. I feel young, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I want to live and act that way. I want to I want to live how I feel and just take chances and do do things that I want to do. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's no, I feel like you just put it perfectly right there. Yeah. It sounds yeah. really simple, but sometimes it's hard to do what we want to do because we're always so, you know, preoccupied with like pleasing this person or pleasing this fad or trend or wanting this person to notice me, that group to notice me instead of being like, am I noticing myself? Do I mm-hmm. appreciate myself? Do I like what yeah. I'm doing? You know? Yeah, and I feel like I'm finally getting in a groove that I'm happy with and connecting with people that I respect and that respect me. So I'm I'm feeling pretty good at the moment. Dude, that's what's up. Which is great. Like, yeah, that's that's a blessing, dude. And like are these folks like are these just friends and family? Are these other like are you also putting yourself out in like creative spaces with other like minded folks? Well like What's your support system look like? If you don't mind me asking. So can't talk about it too much 
Mm-hmm. But there is this TV opportunity coming up hey. in September and October. Right. And that's kind of what I've been doing these past two months. And they're very like tight lipped and like I'm under contract. So I probably could even get in trouble for saying what I'm saying right now. But say no more. Exactly. Yes. So I just have met a lot of people through that. And it's been great to just befriend other people that are similar and that have similar aspirations. Mm. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, there's something about being around that atmosphere too, right? About that. Yeah. Not, it's not just the professional atmosphere of like the projects you're doing. Right. But it's also about being around again, those people who uh, are thinking about the project, not just about their role, not about what they're doing, how good they're going to look. They're like, no, nah, I'm here for the project, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you about it after the podcast, but just yes. not on the podcast. <laughs> oh, dude. All right. All right. <laughs> See, I feel like that's like, honestly, one of the best parts about, uh, about when you're in the industry or, or at least when you put yourself out there in any, in anything like you, you going to this audition that, you know, uh, for, you know, perform a performing role that you're not used to, but you just thought, well, my girlfriend does this. I just want to, well, what's it like? And, mm-hmm. and that, that got you an experience, you know, got us connected and whatnot, got us to this moment. Right. It just goes to show you like what can come out of just putting yourself out there. Exactly. And you never know who you're going to meet, who you're going to connect with. It's, it's a crazy random world we live in. <laughs> it's so random, dude. It's, it's so, so random. random. You could yeah. like be, you could be, you could be the most brilliant person in the world. No, like solve cold fusion, maybe have the cure for cancer and you won't be as recognized as the person selling feet pics on Instagram. They <laughs> probably have a bigger following and more people know of them. You know, it's a weird yep. world we live in. Yep. It's so messed up. Sometimes you're like on TikTok or something like, Really? That guy has that many followers? That's crazy. Hey, but, but good for them. <laughs> it's it's definitely you see people being themselves. Like, dude, I've seen this one guy on TikTok. All he does, and bless his soul, dude, all he does is he has a speaker that lights up. He puts it on top of his head and he spins it and he just dances. And like he's like the biggest hype man you've ever seen in your life. And that's his that's his thing. <laughs> that's funny. Dude, there's people just putting their faces out there, which for some people can be a big deal, especially for those like I saw, like you see these folks uh, who are, you know, they have, I don't know what the term is, but it's like when they have some sort of like their faces look different, you know, like they have a growth on their face or something or something's overgrown and they look different, right? So I've seen their lives and they have thousands of people watching them and they're just talking. They're like, hey, yeah, I'm just a normal person. I know I look different, but you can talk to me like I'm not, I'm just a person. Hi. And I, yeah, that is really cool. And then you see some other, some, I saw some other woman and she, her face was covered in like, I don't even know if there were warts, but again, someone that just looks different. Like she has like a different mm-hmm. texture on her skin. I don't even know what it was, but again, people were just listening to her talking. She was just chatting and, and I don't know, like without social media, sometimes the folks who look different who are different. Like they, they use, that safety that social media brings with the distance to show who they are. 
Yeah, and I I feel like kind of what you were saying earlier too, like fear holds us back. And a lot of the things that I'm most proud of are the times where I say, screw it and don't let that fear control me. And I, I do it anyway. Like one, one of the things that I'm most proud of is my EP called record head. And I just went all in and I, I didn't, didn't care what, what people would think. I just wanted to make something that I'd be proud of. And I did these, I did another thing I'm proud of is, um, this drive up concert thing that I did during the pandemic where my dad and I got in the back of a truck and we drove up to people's houses and surprised them with a concert. And it was like, like so many people would maybe get that idea and be like, Ah, nah, come up with every kind of excuse not to do it because it, it does entail a lot of preparation and just confidence to go, mm. go do that. But it's just like things like that that make me realize like the stuff that I'm most proud of are when I'm getting out of my comfort zone and, and doing things that that scare me but also excite me. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we need that. We like, again, like the suffering we choose, right? Like we need things like, it's like when you work out, like your body, your muscles don't grow unless you put them through intense quote unquote struggle, right? Your workout, whether it's lifting weights, running, you know, even a diet takes work and discipline, you know, it's yeah. Damn. And, 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 and when I saw that footage of you and your dad, like on the truck, again, you have a good dad. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's a great dad. dad. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad dad. Shout out to Tanner's dad. Not a bad dad. <laughs> and and you you sur- you can surprise yourself because I I imagine I don't know how hard it was for you to pull all that off, but once you get past that first initial thought of the idea, and also on on TikTok, fuck TikTok is like the social fucking cesspool or even like watering hole for all knowledge right now. But there was this thing I heard on TikTok where if you have an idea. It helps to count down from five because I think they said in the, in the video that like studies have shown that folks will dip out of an idea within five seconds. Mm. So if you have an idea, like I want to do a drive by concert, you know, with my dad's truck or whatever, have the idea and then give yourself five, four and do it from five to one. They said that makes it more, it tricks your mind. It, it 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 puts in like a sense of urgency almost, you know, subconsciously mm. five, four, three, two, one. And you're either going to do it or you're not going to do it at that moment, you know, but it's a good motivator to be like, no, I'm, I'm going to get up and do it. I'm going to go talk to my dad right now. I'm going to see if he has the truck ready, you know? Yeah. Because how hard like was that. it? How hard was it to get that whole setup with your dad in the truck? Um, I mean... Shout out to to my parents because like who, who whose parents would do that with, <laughs> you know, it's so random and such a like a, a funny idea. But like it just shows I have great parents because my mom's driving the truck and my dad's in the back of the truck with me. <laughs> and so we sick. we first did it because at the beginning of the pandemic in 2020, um, all the gigs that I had lined up were canceled. Mm. And not only did that 
affect me financially, but also it's just something that I love to do. And I just couldn't do it anymore. So it was crazy. So we just decided to start like, I just had that idea to go visit some friends and family and surprise them with music. And my sister-in-law had a camera. So did my girlfriend and they kind of, we kind of got it all on film and the reactions were just so beautiful. And there's, there's a, when we were playing to my grandma at one point, I started getting emotional just because I could see her getting emotional and I could just see like the magic of music and how much joy you can bring to people through music. And it's just like got me so emotional and it was cool to see that translate on video and then it spread even further than I had initially thought it would, mm. you know, the power of music, man. Yeah. The power of Wild. music. That's why they're able to, that's why folks like you are able to pack stadiums filled with people just to listen. Crazy. Yeah. Some of the most beautiful moments in music. I've like when people just share with me, right. Are moments where it's just the musician, their guitar and like the lights go down and everybody is just dead silent because they want to hear this one person sing. Everyone's tuning into that same frequency no one's worried about their shit. No one's worried about their anxieties. No one's worried about their whatever. You're mm-hmm. just in the moment. Like there's power yeah. to that, man. And like that, there's yeah. some serious power to that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of soul in mm. in music and in people's voice. And you're you're able to project what's what's inside through music and i think that's what people connect with so so much yeah people aren't too fond of him right now because like but john lennon you know if you were trying like oh he's a terrible person or whatever nowadays because of like they're finding out that john was just a human being like everyone else and he had his faults (laughs) but john lennon did one say that as an artist he's like our job is he's like our job, whether you're a painter, a writer, a singer, whatever you are as an artist, your job is not to tell people how to feel. Your job is to show people what you're feeling because that's what they're feeling. Show them what they're feeling. Don't tell them what to feel. Show them what they're feeling, the truth of what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's why music, I think that's why we have so many different music genres as time progresses and changes because I feel, I feel as if just like any art form, it's affected by its sociological surroundings, right? What's going on in the time. Yeah. Yeah. I love John Lennon. Yeah. And the Beatles, Bartney, like, oh. yeah, it's, it, it's crazy to see their impact just on the world. And it's mm-hmm. super inspiring. I don't know if you've seen some of their documentaries, but it's, it's just so fascinating to see what they did and and what's become of it you know and it was just a couple guys from liverpool there's a couple guys yeah. who had a band and then they were like you know what we really like doing this you guys want to go to germany you guys want to go just tour like they spent so much time in hamburg just playing the club scene day and mm-hmm. day out dude yeah that's what makes me like, master they paul and john kind of met on chance and they were already in like he was already in a band himself and like 
it's just weird that it's crazy how things come together and become something great. Like, was it just an accident? Was it a higher calling? Was it fate, inter- you know, intervening, being like, oh, John, go talk to that boy named Paul. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and it's then, so weird. Did you Do you know the, like, the original, like, style that were the Beatles, even their original name? What was their original name? They were, I think they're, I'm, I, if, if I'm wrong, I hope not, but the Iron Beatles, they, they were, uh, they had a more of a greaser look with leather jackets, cowboy boots, and pompadours. That's awesome. That was before that's so Ringo. Cool. That's before Ringo joined the band, and it, they still had Pete Best on drums. Because they didn't meet awesome. they didn't meet Ringo until they were in Hamburg in Germany, and then they were like, "Oh shoot, that Ringo guy's different. We need him." Or Ringo, he doesn't get enough credit. He's he's really no. awesome too. He's such a good drummer, <laughs> dude. I've seen TikTok breakdowns of like. Of like, oh, here's, you know, here's Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. And here's what you could do as a drummer if you're basic. Cool. Cool. Here's what Ringo would have done. And it's like this intricate, like very like subtle intricacy in his drumming. Very yeah. subtle intricacy. Yeah, he didn't really show off. But if you really like pay attention to what he's doing, like in in the song Don't Let Me Down, like just like where he places the drums and his groove it's it's so good mm, groove that's the word G- ringo had groove especially when he played he'd be like swinging like doom boop doop boom doop doop he'd be like oh hey you know yeah oh man yeah it's good to hear but it's just kind of yeah it's so funny to see like like what we were talking about before just an idea how powerful an idea can be and how one idea can transform into something amazing. And I think with the the Drive Hope concert, it was just kind of a fun idea. And then when the video come, came together, I'm like, oh, this is something special. Like, And I sent it out to, to a couple um, news, news article people. I forget who it was, but I, I just kind of sent it out to a couple people and they, they really responded well. And I'm like, okay, then I'll, I'll send it out to more. And then it got on like every news station you can think of. It got on Fox, it got on NBC, it got on ABC. And, and then it really did well on Facebook, MS, NBC. I think they did a special, they did like a little special on it and it got like 300,000 views. I'm like, dang, why couldn't mine get that many views? Like they got a ton of views. But it's just like, it's funny. Like, like, like you said, we, when we get a good idea, try and act on it as fast as you can, you know, and, and like, you never really know what idea can take off. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially with things that are rather new for you, right? You just you just gotta go for it because if you're worried yeah. about making if you're worried about making mistakes, you're gonna be stuck where you are because you have to honestly expect mistakes and welcome yeah. mistakes. Yeah, and I, I totally forgot about it, but I they I even was interviewed on the Kelly Clarkson show. Like no, what the hell? Not. You were like, interviewed on the Kelly Clarkson show. Yeah. That's, that's the new Ellen. Wait, what? 
Yeah, she had me on her show, and I got to meet Kelly Clarkson just from that one idea. Oh and my it, god! Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little bit of that interview right now. Hold up. Oh no! Oh no! How did you? I don't. Come up with the you can't hear it, Tanner. But oh <laughs> wait! I was Ooh. so nervous, and it, the interview's not great. But oh, still, I'm looking at your it's, video it's cool. from your channel. Subscribe to Tanner How, everyone. Yeah, subscribe. <laughs> dude oh dude let's see let's see hold up let's get a little taste of what kelly and i want to do it oh. thank you so much thank you for having me this is so cool my youtube video i don't know how much of the interview is actually in it so before the pandemic my dad and i performed acoustic gigs at the <laughs> but it was so funny because i was trying to like get behind the scenes of it while it was happening which added like extra stress to it i should have just done the interview without trying to capture it on my but it's so smooth screen. that's really smooth though <laughs> i see the editing of like you like looking at the camera and then like going back to it no nah, that's smooth bro literally uh, and um yeah uh bring the music oh, right to <laughs> i love kelly clarkson so much and i love that y'all did this interview via webcam too because one we were so worried about our audio on the podcast again you sound yep. great her audio—it sounds like she's using her mic on her laptop too. You know, oh, she I mean? probably is. Yeah. And, and, and right now, this like frame I have of her right now, she just looks like 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 a regular goob, like any of us, just like talking to yeah. someone on Zoom. You know? Yep. Exactly. Yeah, she was so sweet, and it was a little bit faster than I thought it would be because it was literally just two questions, and then she moved on to the next thing. I'm like, oh damn. Okay. I should have, I should have uh, been more prepared or something. I don't know, but it was still it's still a really cool opportunity, and it and it's just funny that that one thing has led to so many other opportunities and has kind of become part of my story. And yeah, if if there people should check check out the drive up videos because they're they're so so fun and people's reactions are like so sweet and we did like a mother's day one we did a halloween one yeah we had we had a lot of fun with that oh we got a little one that peeked in through it was the drive-through video (laughs) that was good we did the oh the rap one the travis scott meal (laughs) (laughs) okay see that's another example of like putting yourself in a discomfort like an uncomfortable position i was terrified the first time i did I stared at I'm like, tell. they're they're gonna hate me, you know. <laughs> but but I but after the first time, they they loved it. They were like eating it up, and they were just having so much fun with it. And like, we did it like to like seven different drive-throughs, and it was just like so much fun after that. All right, if you don't mind, I'm just gonna give the people just a little bit, a little taste. They can check it out okay. at your YouTube channel. But let's get a little. I don't know. You, and you still can't hear this, right? Um, I, I haven't heard it yet. Hold Anything you played on the computer. Let me give me a sec real quick. Let's get a little. I'm going to make sure. That extra ice. That quarter pound of Travis Oh, my God. You go all out, dude. I love it. Hold up. Uh, Output, input. Not You're not going to hear me for a little while. So it looks like. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, wait, um, this one? Let me see. Just to clarify, I'm a singer that can kind of rap not <laughs> i don't just consider myself you, a rapper 
So that's why you're not a, that. Just how you're not a dancer. You're just a strong mover. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Strong mover. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. So I'll put still that. Eh. I don't think you're gonna be able to hear anything right now, Tanner. But it's just, this is just for the people listening. They're gonna get a little a little taste of you rapping right now. Here we go. It's gonna be. Okay, I'll act like I'm listening. I'll just. Hey. Hey. Ready? Dude, bravo. Like, you gotta have, like, some cojones to do that, man. You have random people walking <laughs> in the background. Like, what if a homeless person just walks up to you and is like, hey, can I have a dollar? And you're like, oh, my bad. I'm doing a video. I'll give you a dollar, but just, oh, sorry, sir, <laughs> ma'am, person. <Yeah. laughs> but, dude, nice job. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it, it, was, it was so much fun. And, and the video came together so, so well, so I was so excited about it. And it's just like, the, the more and more I think about it, like, the ones that are successful, like that video, the drive up, the first drive up, and... They're all videos where it's like me doing something I'm a little scared to do, you know, mm. and people want to see things that they haven't seen before. And they want to see things that that they couldn't see themselves doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because oh, yeah. you fe you feel that you feel that fear and anxiety and it makes you excited when it actually something good comes from it, you know? Yeah. That's why people love watching like people skydiving videos, you know, cause it's like, you might not want to skydive, but it looks like fun, right? That's what you're doing right there. As you rap at the yeah. McDonald's drive-thru, that's your skydiving. Exactly. I've actually, I went skydiving. That's not that same year, but right. Um, like a couple years ago, like tandem or by and yourself. It, Tana. Yeah, not oh, by myself. Yes. I mean, that's still sick. I think yeah, I yeah, just yeah. jumped out, Steven. My first time. <laughs> no, I think you have to do that. Like, I think you have to tandem like a whole bunch of times before you can do it on your own. But I only did it once and I, I, I would do it again, but it would have to be in like Hawaii or some 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 place where it's like warm and you get a great view mm. when you're falling to the ground <laughs> but the most it's funny with skydiving the gary's part was going up in the plane and then the first five seconds when you jump out the door yeah those first five seconds are terrifying and it's all just a build up to that moment and then you jump out and it's like what am i doing i'm an idiot <laughs> but then after five seconds it really feels like you're flying like you don't, you're not scared anymore. And it's just like, I'm literally in the sky and I'm flying. <laughs> this is so cool, you know? And it's, just, and it's just another, another testament to the, to the fear, fear thing of just like going for it safely, of course. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Always safe. Um, but sometimes right past that point of fear is immense joy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, my favorite lines from uh, from a musical comes from Newsies, and it's 
Courage does not erase our fears. Courage is when we face our fears. Mm. Yeah. So true. Yeah, because we all have that fear. None of us are fearless. Mm-hmm. But when we when we face that, that's that's when we have the courage and the confidence. Fear is just like, I don't know, fear is like a normal emotion. That's what kept us alive while we were, you know, hunters and gatherers. The fear of being eaten had us, you know, build homes, right? But fear is just as normal as sadness, happiness, you know, anger. You have to embrace each each feeling, even fear. Embrace fear. Don't be, don't mm-hmm. like run away from it because uh, dude, when you're dating a therapist, you hear all these fun phrases. But something Steph has shared with me is avoidance perpetuates fear like the avoidance will perpetuate that fear mm, interesting av- i like that the, the more you avoid that fear or, or whatever it is the more you're just going to keep perpetuating that emotion mm, i like that so it's better to just attack it head on <laughs> just jump out of that plane i'm not doing it just jump I'm out of that getting, plane. i'm not getting on the plane i'll be honest dude i'll be on the floor <laughs> holding your backpack your guitar like hey good luck dude i'll be here bro Dude, it was so fun though. You should try it one time in your life. I, I'm afraid of heights, and I and I did it, and I that was one of the reasons I wanted to do it is to conquer that fear of heights that I have. Oh, and God. yeah, it's 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 pretty pretty life changing, I would say. <laughs> what, what like so once you jump out of that plane, like you don't like you know that feeling when you're about to like when you're sleeping and you're about to like you, you you're dreaming that you fell or something and you just have that moment of like falling uh-huh. and you wake up <laughs> is it like I, I imagined it would be just like that like you're that constant falling feeling of like your gut up in your throat but is it anything like that i mean at first it's like as if you're jumping off a huge diving board you know and you're you think you're I've never done I'm gonna that, bro. Hit something quickly, <laughs> but you don't hit anything, so it's like, oh shoot, I'm still falling. I'm still falling. Okay, so there's no point of being scared now because I'm just falling. You know, it's like there's too much time. You know, I thought this was gonna be quicker. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Wow, you so you're up there for that long that you can just think. Yeah, it was freezing when I did it. I recommend you do it when it's a little bit warmer because it's already going to be colder when you're up yeah. in high altitudes. Um, so yeah, that's what I would change. Cause it was like freezing my face off, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was so cool. Did you go by yourself or with friends and family? I, I did um, with my brother and my sister-in-law. We, us, us three did it. It's actually on my YouTube again. So Oh, check out my YouTube. Oh, shoot. Go check. Dude, this is a big plug for your YouTube channel. That's <laughs> I know. I'm just telling <laughs> everyone to go. Subscribe, like, comment. <laughs> oh, heck yeah, dude. So what's the next? Like, can you even share? Not like the TV thing. We don't even need to hear about that. No, no, no talking about that. But are there any other <laughs> scary uh, or things that scare you or events that scare you that you have planned coming up? Um... Well, that thing I told you about is definitely the most terrifying thing I've ever done. <laughs> so we won't talk anymore about that, but that's that. Um, I don't know. I don't have any specific ideas to reveal yet, but I definitely want to get back in the con- content space. 
feel like I've been lacking a little bit on that. Um, but the next big thing for me is creating a new music project, mm. album, EP. I'm not sure what it's going to be yet, but I have kind of a vision for it. And I'm excited about that. I think it's going to be my favorite project that I've released because I think if you listen to my music right now on Spotify or wherever you listen to music it's kind of all over the place mm. and that's just because I like so many different genres but I think with this next project I'm going to be super concise and like the whole project's going to feel very cohesive if you know what I mean yeah so you're just going to be rapping <laughs> um no I, I i love rapping and it's really fun but it just i feel a little bit of a imposter in the genre mm. okay <laughs> and maybe that's just something i need to deal with on my own but i feel more myself and more authentic to who i am with singing and for this next project, I'm going to be doing something in the vein of like more acoustic pop, kind of in the vein of Louis Capaldi, Benson Boone, Christian French, Shawn Mendes, Harry Styles, Got something, it. something within that sphere. Wow. And yeah. I mean, are you... I mean, I, I don't even know. Again, I'm not a songwriter, but I don't even know how long it takes when it comes to the process of creating an album, a song. Are, do you already have like a journal filled with lyrics or is is this all living in your head at the moment? I have a ton of songs that I kind of make demos of on my computer. And then I take it to a producer that can help me make it like radio friendly ready you know what i mean mm. so a lot of the times like i've been working a lot on my production skills but they're still not to the point where i can feel comfortable releasing it on my own mm -hmm. um, but i can get a song far enough where it's like i hand it hand it to a producer and they can help amplify it to the point of professionalism that i'm looking for and that's just sound engineering aspect of the producing. Yeah. You just don't yep. have that knowledge. You're still building it yourself. Exactly. And and it's a lot of, for people that are kind of familiar with it, like it's a lot of plugins that you need to buy. And it's, it's, it's a lot of money, you know, and it's a lot of equipment. All, all this stuff costs money. And so it's not only knowledge, but it's also money. <laughs> yeah. A lot of resources. So, Mixing and mastering is is challenging to a certain point. Like I can take things to a point where it's actually it sounds pretty good, but I want it to be radio friendly, so I I need to take it to someone to get it there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So are you are you using uh, Logic? Are you using are you like Apple based? I use Logic. Yeah, I use Logic Pro. Most people use. Um, What's that other one, that industry standard, they call it? Yeah, I forget what it's called. 
I'm Dang surprised it. you use Logic because that's the one Pro I tools. loved using. Pro Tools. That's what everyone uses. Everyone uses Pro Tools, but I love Logic, dude. Back in college, there was oh, this. Oh, I love it, yeah. Dude, there was this class. There was a sound engineering class. That, like, No, it was, uh, it was sound engineering, but it was like music tech. And they pretty much gave us a hands-on like crash course in a semester uh, learning how to use Audacity and Logic. And I mm. took that course twice just because I wanted to learn how to make wub wubs because I was obsessed with dubstep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, it really doesn't matter which audio interface or audio workspace you use. Mm-hmm. It's because, like, most plugins are compatible with all of them now. Even Garage. So, GarageBand, I don't know. <laughs> That's the little um, That's still the free one, right? Yeah, there's maybe GarageBand. I don't know. But I... I'm kind of more talking about like Logic Pro, mm-hmm. Ableton, Pro, Pro Tools. Tools, like all these kind of different ones that the pros use. It doesn't really matter which one you use. It's just being able to know how to use it and put the right plugins together and use the plugins. It's like a, it's like any kind of other artist, right? You have your your tools, you know, that you can get different, you know plugins and whatnot and you just find your own style but yeah it's you definitely have to dig like sound engineering with pro tools logic whatever you're using the intricacy of those applications is unimaginable yeah like it, it's like crazy they keep adding shit they just keep adding more and more plugins <laughs> yes and that's that's kind of what the problem that i run into a lot is like there's so much to learn mm. that i'm just like what should I be focusing on? Because I want to become a better guitar player. I want to be better at piano. I want to be a better vocalist. But I also want to be good at production, video. Like, it's crazy. So at this point, you don't have a team yet, do you? So it's just you. You are the team. I have a manager. My manager, Chad. Shout out to Chad. I don't know if you'll ever see this. But uh, he's he's been great, and he's kind of the only team member I have right now. But we're we're working on building that team to make it easier on myself. <laughs> Good, yeah, because because like I don't know, like for every artist, especially like if if you want to try to spread your name out there, right? You have to learn how to do so many different things, right? In your in your instance, yep. you're a musician. But you also like the production side of it. So you learn logic. But it looks like you also like video editing and video production. So you've learned that, you know. Yeah. And and it, it kind of goes to show that, like, you know, you can break your back and try to be, quote, unquote, perfect at whatever it is, right? But it's sometimes, you know, when it, when it comes to making it, sometimes it's luck. Sometimes, like you said, you know, it's just consistency right just you know you meet one person you just go to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing but it's all about just staying curious you know wanting to like learn more yeah and i think nowadays more than ever like you have to be very versatile as an artist Mm. if you like nowadays you have to be good at content the the artists that aren't good at making content for their music or for whatever are not going to cut through the noise. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy to see like 
these different musicians on TikTok just blow up because they're so good at content. Their music's good, but it's not like that much better than the next person's music. Mm -hmm. But because they're so good at getting attention and the content aspect of it, their music blows up. And I think like just with anything nowadays, it's so important to be versatile, especially when it comes to creating content in whatever field of the entertainment industry you're in. Mm. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I think this is a perfect time to get to my favorite segment of the show. Uh, Have you ever heard of Inside the Actor Studio? I, that rings a bell. What, what is that again? Can you <laughs> Heck tell yeah, me about happy it? To. Happy to, for those that don't know, <laughs> Inside the Actor Studio was this show on Bravo with James Lipton and he would host this show and it, the show was basically, it, it was a lecture at Pace University oh, in New York. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it was like a, a master's class, I believe, a bunch of grad students and James would interview uh, an, an actor or stuff, some sort, you know, performer and at the end of every interview, there was a set of 10 questions James would ask. And I've always been very just – I've always loved these questions. I think they're very okay. simple, but you get to know someone really well from these questions. And it's nothing too crazy. Uh, nothing okay. crazy at all. Oh, no. <laughs> Want to get to know you, Tanner. Get comfy. Uh, but, yeah, are you ready, my friend? I'm re- as ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> all right. The real interview starts now. Here we go. <laughs> Wait. Do you one. want like a quick answer? No, not at all. Take your time. Okay. I want you to think about them. Think about them. All right. Got it. Question question one. What is your favorite word? Wow. These these are putting me on the spot. Favorite word. Let's go with epic. Because it's just like a small word that means something huge yeah so epic is the word (laughs) (laughs) dig it dig it i feel like that's not deep at all but you know i'm just having fun with this (laughs) no don't don't even worry about it man have fun that that's it right there have fun let's see next question what is your least favorite word least favorite word hmm All these like bad words came to my head. I don't know. <laughs> like, not gonna say that one. Not gonna say that one. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, least favorite word. Ugly. Mm. Ugly is my least favorite word because beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So that's all, it's all a matter of opinion. Hmm. Something being ugly or something being beautiful. It's all subjective. Nice. Very nice. I don't know. I'm pulling these out of my, Dude, <laughs> pulling these out of my no, butt. I don't great. know. You're doing great, bro. You're doing great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Trust yourself. Don't worry, man. You're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> all right. I think with these questions, I feel like the less, like, yeah, your answers have been great. Just keep doing what you're doing. Let it just be okay. a natural, whatever you whatever you got. Cool. Here you go. <laughs> Next question. 
What turns you on? What makes you happy? Oh. Those That's are, why I got to Those are two different questions to me. <laughs> the question used to be asked during a more conservative time, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> so what makes me happy, pretty much? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, connection. Whenever I feel connection with another human being, whether that be family, friend, stranger, Steven on this podcast, <laughs> you know, connection is always great. <laughs> Dig it. Right on. Next question. What turns you off? What makes you unhappy? Mm. Negativity and pessimism, probably. I just think like so many dreams are squashed by pessimism and, and negativity. And I just think it's always best to look at things on the bright side. And, and we're all guilty of being pessimistic at times. And that's just a natural human trait. But like, an, I think it's just when it's all people are or all the only way people think is what turns me off nice well said next question what sound or noise do you love uh, what sound or noise do I love let me try and think of something interesting <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love the sound on phones that goes cha-ching when like you get Venmo or something like that. <laughs> when that payment comes in. <laughs> when you're making some money. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I guess I have to say music and s songs, just anything that switches that kind of takes you out of a funk or whatever you're doing and transports you somewhere else. And I think that's what's really cool about music is that it can transport you somewhere else for a little bit. You can live in a fantasy. Hmm. Right on. What sound or noise do you hate? Car horns. I feel like car horns need to change. I think you should have like a little polite one that you could press when you're like, uh, the light, the light is green, Hong Kong or something like, <laughs> but instead it's always just, uh, uh, like, it's so like, come on, we need to be better at communicating nowadays. We've, we've progressed so far in everywhere else, but the car horn has stayed the same this whole time. What the heck? <laughs> I think you changed the car horn on a Tesla. I actually did hear about that. Yeah, you could, Is that you could make it legit. You can make it, True, you can make it something nice. Yeah, make it something nice. Be like, hey, 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 just a just a real yeah. song. Hey, 
hey, hey, light is green. <laughs> That's a whole phrase. Light's green. Hey, hey, light's green. <laughs> <laughs> or just like, it doesn't even have to be words. It could just be like. I try to do it sometimes by just going lightly on it. <laughs> but it still never really works. <laughs> oh, it comes out aggressive. <laughs> oh, right on. Okay, this one's going to be good. This is a favorite. Okay. What is your favorite curse word? Mm. Shit. That's probably the one that I use the most. And it's just like, it's not as vulgar as the F word. And it's just like, I don't know. It just kind of comes out very nicely. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What about you? I'm curious about this one. You want to know my favorite curse word? Yeah. Ah, oh, shoot. What is my favorite curse word? I don't know, because like English, cursing in English is fun. Like if, if it was a curse word in English, it'd be like, I don't know, like maybe fuck. Because I've always said like, I like how it starts and I like how it ends. You know, it's it, it starts nice. strong, ends strong, and you can like mess with it, right? But cursing yeah. in Spanish, there's just something a little dirtier to that. Like you can say stupid in <laughs> Spanish, right? And you'd be like, yo, you're stupid. And it's like, oh, okay, whatever. But in Spanish, it's like, it is stupido, and it's like, fuck, <laughs> man. I'm sorry. Ow. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah, man. Oh, like <laughs> like Spanish is a beautiful language, and it sounds like music when like someone talks nicely to you in Spanish. But it can be a a rough mistress if you don't. Oh, Spanish can be rough to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't only. I don't know many curse words in Spanish. I only know. Pendejo. Okay. And that's pretty much it. I don't know. Viví en México por dos años. Entonces, hablo español. Pero me dijiste, me no dijiste, aprendí. Me dijiste en Disney, cuando trabajamos, me dijiste, me dijiste oh, ¿sí? que podíamos hablar. Me recuerdo Andale. que nos, nos, nos pusíamos a hablar en, cuando trabajamos. En español. Y todo. Y todos el, los, los cast members, todos confundidos. <laughs> so, like, it, I learned, I feel like it's not as good as it used to be, but I can still, like, understand it completely. But, for like, I was a missionary, <laughs> and I'm not very religious anymore, but, like, you're not learning curse words as a missionary, you know, for a church. <laughs> you're, not, you're not with, like, the, the younger you know? kids in the town you're in, and they're not like, hey, mira, mira, hermano, 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 how, venga, venga. Te voy a enseñar una palabra. <laughs> Mierda. Okay? Te voy a enseñar. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, didn't, that didn't really happen, but I'm going to have to, I'll, I'll have to talk to you after the podcast and uh, get some more curse words from you. Uh, if anything, you should just come back to the podcast and we'll do an entire episode in Spanish. I've been itching to do an episode. I've been talking to different people to do an episode in Spanish. So I am willing to do... Ni sé si va a ser una hora completo, pero si es una media hora hablando así solo tú y yo, es mejor para mí. Because look, for me, same thing. Tengo que practicar. No, yo también. Eso es lo que iba a decir. Look, I heard that, and I'm going to get back to more questions, but I heard that 
people that are bilingual or, you know, trilingual, if you know more than one language, any as many as you want, that every language you speak, it's almost as if it's a different personality of you. Interesting. So that's cool. So like, <laughs> think about it in Spanish, just in Spanish, right? If you say no in English, it's no, 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 right? It's English. Yeah. But in Spanish, it's no, 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 yeah. no. It's almost as <laughs> it changes if it's the placement no. of the word. But if you don't practice it, you forget it. You forget that version of you. And also your tongue just needs the practice. Yeah, so true. So true. Oh, dude, I, I can't wait to have you back on. Talk about your about your mission. How'd that go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a whole another discussion. <laughs> Let's see. All right, next question. Okay. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Um, I would love to get into graphic design. Mm. I've always been a little interested in it. And I've like thought about learning about Photoshop so many different times and like using Adobe and that kind of different thing. It's just hasn't ever been a priority, but that's something I've always been interested in. Nice. (laughs) Very rad. Very rad. And it would actually be very useful with what I do to create different logos and stuff like that. Definitely. I love fonts too. I'm so, I love like different font styles and like what they mean and that whole thing. I've, I'm still searching for a good font for my name. My name is so hard for some reason. It doesn't look the greatest in many fonts. Hmm. So I'm on the lookout for a good font for my name. <laughs> Do you, are you a fan of your own handwriting, your font, your natural font? No, I'm kind of looking for something kind of epic, you know, like yeah. like a like a band logo logo but for my name, that kind of thing. Cuz I think you could make your own font. Like if you like had an idea of like what style letter, like you literally drew out every letter. I think there's a website that lets you upload every single image of like capital A, lowercase a, capital B, lowercase mm. b. It lets you do all of that. And then I it try makes that. the font for you. Yeah, that'd be so dope. Why not? I should try that because that then that would be like it would be super unique too because it would just be my Yours. specific writing. I'm gonna look into that. <laughs> dope. Right on. Cool. <laughs> All right. Next question. What profession would you not like to do? Um. Oh. Okay. I worked for UPS and I would never do that ever again. <laughs> Delivery? Delivery. Oh. Yeah. It was so strenuous and exhausting. Credit to all the people out there that handle heavy packages and all that stuff. It was just not for me. I was like the runner, like the dri- right next to the driver and he, I would just run with the packages to deliver it. Jeez. And it was just not fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it pays well if you're the driver, I, I assume. And probably with a bigger paycheck, you'd, you'd put up with the grunt work. Yeah. And I heard that like UPS, well, UPS, right? Yeah. 
I heard that they're unionized. Aren't aren't they unionized? Like FedEx is shady. Where like FedEx and like hires truck drivers, but they're not technically FedEx truck drivers. They're like independent contractors. Mm, I don't know. Um, I it, I did it for the holiday season, and then I'm, I I never looked back because <laughs> that was just not for me. <laughs> You're not going to be a career delivery man, I suppose. It's all right. Not, yep. not in the cards. <laughs> I could see myself working for the post office or something like that. That that seems a little lighter. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> All right. And final question. Final question. Okay. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Eesh. Wow. Uh, I think it would be cool for him to say, you know, I'm I'm proud of you. You know, you did your best with what you were given and and left the world a better place than you found it. That's my hope. I hope I hope if 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 heaven is for sure a real real place and we go on living and I I think we do. I, I really believe we do. I'm not super religious anymore, but I still believe in a God. And I think that this life isn't the end. I don't, I don't want to put a label on what it is, or I will never really know what it is, but I just have a, I have a feeling that there's more, more to this. And, and I hope that, you know, God's proud of what I've done <laughs> and that I, I lived a good life. Right on. Right on, right I feel like on, I'm dying right, right now. <laughs> no, what? No, you're done. You're not dying. You're done. Sick of forking them, ladies and gents. I'm, I'm going to heaven. <laughs> uh, we did it. We got to the end of the podcast. That was wonderful, dude. Now it's uh, Thanks so much time. Of, it's the time. Of course, man. My pleasure. Now it's now it's your time to take take the floor and just uh, let us know any upcoming projects or anything to check out for when it comes to what you're making or where people can find you. Please take it away. Well, I feel like I've already been plugging myself the whole entire time. <laughs> as you should. As you should. <laughs> but definitely follow me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. I'm going to be posting a lot more content these next couple months. And... Exciting news in October-ish time. Um, but hopefully a new album probably next year is the plan. EP album. But yeah, thanks so much for having me on. I've had such a good time. Dude, <laughs> pleasure to have you. I'm seeing if I can, let me see, if I can give uh, the listeners a little a little something something to send them off with a little a little tanner to go home with <laughs> sounds okay. a little weird sounds like <laughs> i'm gonna go with it a little tanner to go home with let me see uh you know what song i want to play you sang in spanish man cuéntame cuéntame with okay with elia is esparza elia elia thank you all right let's get a little taste of this while we send you off let's see Solo quiero conocerte, acércate que quiero verte. Tus caderas dicen vamos rápido, paso a paso juntos vamos a ritmo. No quiero que te confundas, con mí no hay ninguna. Me gusta cómo me hace subir y bajar. 
Cuando te me acerques quiero más Hi, this is Stephen Broden Cortez. You made it to the end of the podcast. Welcome to the outro. Uh, wasn't Tanner great? He's so charming. He's the best. Just, I mean, imagine one guest at the end, just like, oh, that was rough. <laughs> like, wow, that was a rough one, y'all. We got through it. <laughs> but no, nah, man, so far, blessed to say that it's been a great time. And Tanner's episode was no different. Uh, check him out. As he said multiple times and how I was saying, you got to check him out on YouTube. Go check him out. Tanner Howe. That is T-A-N-N-E-R. How H-O-W-E. And you can find him on uh, on his ooh, on his YouTube page. We got 13.1K subscribers. Ooh, jump on that train, y'all. Uh, check out his uh, dude. Yeah, check out his rapping video. His uh, Travis Scott meal. That was a dope video. You can check out all his uh, all his other songs, his covers, his original work. You can find his original work on Spotify. Again, Tanner House, same name. Uh, go check out his work. Uh, and oh yeah, Stephen Brogan Cortez. Go Google that. Go again. Trying to make that a manifesting it, making it happen in the universe. Why not, right? Oh, most importantly, you're enough. You're more than enough. Pretty crazy how enough you are. Okay, bye.